That's what it's all about, isn't it? That's what it's always been about. Gifts. Gifts. Gifts, 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 gifts. You want to know what happens to your gifts? They all come to me. In your garbage. You see what I'm saying? In your garbage! I could hang myself with all the bad Christmas neckties I found at the dump. And the avarice. The avarice never ends! I want golf clubs, I want diamonds, I want a pony so I can ride it twice, get bored, and sell it to make glue! <laughs> Technological developments have had as great an impact on our lives as these two idiots. Don't tell me you two are pretty good. Best in the company. Golly, I'm so impressed. You're talking about line of sight. Yeah, that's right, exactly. Welcome to Line of Sight. This is episode. 117 for Master Chief Spartan 117. It is Tuesday, December 21st. Uh, we got four four days till Christmas. My name's Adam. My name is Nathan. And today we'll talk about I don't know, maybe another 15 minutes about shoveling snow and then possibly get to how the Grinch stole Christmas from the year 2000. What a great year. Um, any, actually, I guess we're not talking about shoveling snow because if we want to just talk about the weather, yeah, well, it's, it's been a, nuts. It, it should be, uh, it's a very Canadian thing to do. Let's talk about the weather. Talk about the weather or how the weather used to be. Yeah, it's insane. This time last year, I was working a lot and had the barn heated and it was freezing cold. Yep. And it was this whole thing to get things dry in time. And the last couple of days, I've had the doors wide open. Thursdays, it's supposed to be even warmer. Yeah. raining and it's just like i'm not gonna complain because the way i look at winter as being an adult now is like we got three months december january and february and then march for sure it can get bad still but mm. it's like it's fading out march is fading out so it's like if we're almost at the end of december just to keep it positive, it's like we only got two more, two months of winter coming, <laughs> and that's all we have to deal with. And the sun is going to be getting uh, more daylight hours soon, very soon. By the time you're listening to this, it will already be. What date is this coming out on? Twenty first. There we go. Is that the winter? Yeah, it is. Happy Usually. solstice. So there you go. The days are getting longer. So, yeah, joyous. I would prefer a white Christmas, as Always. I think most people do. But, yeah, I 
I was working outside yesterday, so it was nice. It was just windy. That made it a little cold. But uh, yeah, I have more outside work to do this week, and I'm looking at Thursday. It's like 17. (laughs) Yeah, I'll work outside in a (laughs) t-shirt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Doing any physical stuff, like at first it's like, oh, it's a little chilly, but as soon as you start moving, you're fine. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. No, white Christmas for sure, but the ultimate is, and we've had it a couple times, where it's like pretty green, but then she snows on Christmas Eve, and you mm-hmm. wake up, and there's at least a dusting on Christmas Day. That's all you need. Just well, yeah, so this comes out in a week from today, and I'm sure we'll even have snow by then, so mm-hmm. things change. Yeah. Everything's all over the place. But yeah, is all your Christmas shopping done? I think so. Uh, There is one digital component to a gift that I'm waiting on. But uh, yeah, I've been done for uh, a little while now. And probably because I have like no gift responsibility. (laughs) Being married, (laughs) I've bought a couple little things for my child, but mostly I'm just buying for my wife and uh, any family member whose name I have for our secret Santa gifting. And I will not reveal that on this podcast in case there are loose lips listening. Keep it a surprise. For sure. uh, yeah, uh, but I was pretty well prepared, um, and something changed. I had to change a plan for one of my gifts, but yeah, I'm all good now. So, yeah, how about you? Uh, yeah, pretty well. I always leave it open that I feel like I like shopping last minute. Yeah, and just like. Christmas Eve, there's no one around. And I kind of always like going to the mall on Christmas Eve for like an hour or so. Uh, But uh, no, I could get away with what I have already. (laughs) So that'd be all fine. But then it's always like maybe one or two things here or there if you see anything. But no, it should be good. Yeah, that's a problem with being done early is I'm still looking. Yeah. It's like, I don't need to continue this. It's like, I want to, or but it's like, I don't have to. <laughs> and I probably uh, shouldn't. <laughs> walking up the stairs to do the show, getting the kids to bed. So we uh, the power was out on Saturday for mm-hmm. a lot of people, but we had it out for just two hours or so. But half of Bradford or more than half of Bradford was uh, still on. Like Home Depot, Walmart, all everything over there was on. So I went out and bought a flashlight and some little uh, battery lamps and then had them around the house, and then sure enough, the power comes back on. But it's like, well, we didn't really have a flashlight besides what's on our phone, so it was an okay purchase. But all these lamps... Briar just loves these lamps, and she's just <laughs> she's been playing 
since Saturday with these lamps, putting them in a truck and driving them around <laughs> and hanging them on uh, chairs and making trains and stuff. And it's just like, this is why toys suck. Whereas yeah. like, you have no idea. It's like, bought these things as a... And then it's like, this is what she's been playing with for the last four <laughs> days. And I'll buy something thoughtful and way overpriced that she won't even care about. Yeah. It's a, it's a tale as old as time. Buying the box for the... or The box, the kid plays with the box more than they play with the toy. Yeah, like a cat. Yeah, so... But... That's okay. So, this week, Jim Carrey and Ron Howard's The Year 2000's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yeah. So, you said you have seen parts of this before, right? But yeah. But not the whole thing? Uh, yeah, and it came to me, the only part that I had seen before now... That, like, I know I've seen clips or whatever, but when she goes up there to invite him mm. to be the whatever it is, that's the part that I kind of remembered seeing. It must have been on somewhere on the TV at a get-together or when we had used to have channels. Yeah. That is insane, though. I just... I love when things are from 2000 because it gives you an easy calculation of how old it is. Yeah. Like, there are adults that were not born when this came out. You want something to blow your mind? Uh, It won't really blow anyone's mind. It actually makes perfect sense. So I saw West Side Story. Yeah. The girl in it, born in 2001. Born, yeah. Adam. <laughs> she was yeah, a little baby. Uh, it, it It is funny because, like, I've grown up, we're the same age, but, like, even with, like, athletes, it's always like, oh, they're older than me. You always mm-hmm. think, like, everyone's older than you. And now yeah. it's like, everyone, I don't know what the ratio is, but... It won't be long until the majority of famous people are younger than us. Yeah. (laughs) Like, before it's like, oh, older, older, older. It's like, no. I was actually just looking at one of those lists of, um, well, not a list, but it was like a thread of uh, old pictures. Like, people in the past that look super old, but they're in their, like, 20s. Yeah. Like, how quickly people used to age whether it was because of health or just how hard life was back then so it's like especially athletes like it's like this guy is in his prime and he's like 22 but he like is bald and like (laughs) just looks like he's 50 (laughs) especially the baseball players all the cha one of the prime examples i think is what, is the guy's name Edward Brimley? I don't know. Wilfred Brimley. Wilfred in The Thing? Yeah. And yeah. I don't think he's that old in it. 
Like no. he feels like he's like seventy. I think, yeah, I think a picture of him um, in this list was from Cocoon. He's right. in that, and it's like guys that are in a retirement home. But like he, he wouldn't have been that age yet. But right. he looked like it. <laughs> right. Like, so, but I guess part of that movie is like uh, they're these old men, and they start to act younger because of the. Well, yeah, the, the and then fine. one, and interesting one, and it's on purpose with makeup and stuff. Uh, what's the, what's Quint's name? And Jaws, whatever he, his name is. Oh, um, Shaw, Robert Shaw. Yeah, and like he plays like a henchman in one of the early Bonds, and he's like this, like Greek god type guy, like just like. And it's just like in ten years, and they play it up obviously, but like he's an old man almost, right? Yeah. But yeah, it's it's. I would say the, well, this is not exactly the same, but in terms of makeup and our perspective or perception, um, is The Godfather, right? And um, what's his name, Vito Corleone? Yeah. Uh, I know it's so dumb. Like I can't think of the name. I know. <laughs> we suck. It's always when you need Marlon it. Brando. Brando. Uh, and I, I don't know when I first read this, but they were saying he was the same age when he made that as Brad Pitt at the time. Whenever I was reading that, and it's right. like Brad Pitt looks like this young man. But I mean, they do do that still today, where it's like makeup to make someone look older. But with a role like that for a generation, it's like that's what he's known for. So you kind of just assume that's what he was like at the time. But then you see like the makeup and his like, uh, like the thing that he had in his the bulldog cheeks, cheeks yeah, yeah, his jowls, like this little stuffed with styrofoam or whatever it is. So yeah, yeah good makeup. The, the the one that I always think is interesting was like the fourth Indiana Jones. Harrison Ford was older than Sean Connery in yeah. Last Crusade. And and they're making another one. And <clears throat> yeah. the last one's already 12 years old. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, so, yeah. So, so it's just like a bizarre little thing. But yeah. 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 Well, Speaking we'll of makeup. Yeah. I think perfect. we already... We already talked about this on another show because I think we were looking up um, Planet of the Apes. Yeah. It came out the same year to see if it won the Oscar, but I believe it was this movie, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, won for Best Makeup. It's interesting with that. Like, how do you judge that? Because sure, yeah. there's a lot of like the noses in this one, mm-hmm. but like the Grinch is the main thing. So like, but Planet of the Apes, there's tons. Yeah, right. It's, but then it's like it might their high highs might not be as high as the Grinch. But then it's like they have more. Uh, like maybe their things are all eights out of ten difficulty. The Grinch is a ten out of ten, but they're only doing one, and they're doing tons of the apes all the. Ever like I don't know how you judge. These yeah, it's I think weird. we got to rewatch that and do 
a talk on that one because we should it's been a while. Through, we should do the Planet of the Apes stuff for sure. Yeah. Because that, thinking about it, it's like, I thought the makeup and that's pretty good. Because uh, I would say maybe the difference between that and the Grinch is the mouths. I feel like in the Grinch, the mouths move perfectly fine but maybe in Planet of the Apes there's a little less articulation in the lips but then think about it, it's like I don't think I thought that at the time I know for sure like the original it's kind of like a puppet where it's like just open and shut yeah. there's no real lip movement but I don't know Tim Burton's I feel like is still pretty good so yeah that's a pretty tough call and it's even hard to say volume wise like everyone in the Grinch has makeup other than yeah. maybe the kids, but even the kids, uh, have like hair like teeth and, and yeah, hair for sure. Right. Uh, but like they don't have the noses. Um, but all the adults do have something going on. So yeah, it's like, how do you judge it? Is it by volume plus, <laughs> <laughs> the the skill or does volume even matter? Is it like I don't think just a technical? Because I, I think it does because like it, or it should because you you're doing that every day. Like yeah. there wouldn't be a day off, and to keep it consistent is kind of a feat. So you, it's obviously not just one person doing all these people. Um. So yeah, and apparently. I'm pretty sure I, I've read this, that Jim Carrey was kind of a dick to the guy that did the makeup and, like, always, like, berated him and said, like, he sucks and, like, all this stuff. Uh, and uh, I should look up the name, but he also did, this guy did the, uh, is it The Darkest Hours? The yes. Churchill one? That movie's so horrible. And um, Gary Oldman said that he wanted him specifically he wouldn't do it unless he did the makeup and made him look like Winston Churchill so he obviously had faith in him Jim Carrey apparently not so much which you never want to hear that someone's kind of a, a dick like that but well okay well we can let's just do a peripheral outside the movie stuff for a little bit because I think Famously, I don't know so much about this one, but it's funny that the Cat in the Hat mm-hmm. came out a few years it's like after three this. years or something. I, I know I was just looking at that. Right. So just like the idea of bringing, like this is live action before Disney really jumped on the live action train. Like they had yeah. the 101 Dalmatians, but besides that, they didn't really pump them out. So the idea of like, okay, let's make this live action. It's interesting that Mike Myers does the other one. So two Canadian comedians yeah. are in these Dr. Seuss things. I and did then some I'll raise you a third because there's a Cat in the Hat TV show cartoon and the voice of the cat is Martin Short. Oh, there you go. And it's like, we got the <laughs> trifecta. Two are the same character, but Martin Short, way better than Mike Myers. That's a little bit to do with the script and the like how insane that movie is. And this show is a little more grounded and it's a cartoon, so it can work better. But Martin Short's voice for, as the cat, it, it works so well. 
But yeah, three uh, Canadians there. <clears throat> yeah, so that's interesting. Just a little. Oh, Jim Carrey also does the voice of Horton in the cartoon Horton Hears a Who. Yeah, I here's you want a statement? Yes, a bold statement. Doctor Seuss is overrated. <laughs> I do not uh, dislike Dr. Some Seuss. of his books are canceled this year. Oh, yeah. So, well, that's because people are, are the big R <laughs> word, retarded. Uh, but uh, I think Dr. Seuss is overrated. I don't think people like him as much as they think they like him. Or whatever. Well, the, the thing with those books, too, it was like, these two Dr. Seuss books are are canceled, out of print, not doing them anymore. What, no one knew what, what books were they? Were they? Like, no, exactly. <laughs> I, the two, yeah. I, I the week of, heard. everyone would have known, oh, it was this and this. And it's like, have you read them? Mm, no. Maybe when I was a kid, but it's like, mm, probably not. So, uh, yeah. But, like, I'm fine with them. Uh, some of the ones we have are way too long, where it just goes on and on and on. And the rhyming, it's just like, you're just cheating. You're just, this isn't rhyming. It's just making uh, stuff up. <laughs> it's like, I can do this. But I do, I do kind of like the art style, the animation, or the drawing style, like the craziness. Uh, certain ones I do, like I do like the Grinch story, the original cartoon. Uh, I do like some of the, like the insane architecture that doesn't make any sense and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and like the Lorax and stuff like that. But it's not that I dislike it, but I just don't think like it's weird how popular they are to me where it's just like, does anyone actually on your list of favorite stuff? I'm sure there's thousands of people that Dr. Seuss is right up there, but it's like, I don't know any. <laughs> just like, there's so many other things that I'm mildly into. Like, give me a Kermit stuffed animal before <laughs> a cat in the hat any day, or like, there's a million other things, right? Yeah. But it's like, I don't, I'm not really into it. So there's that. It was interesting. Then reading some, uh, wikipedia stuff that like he refused to sell the rights to any of his stuff and he died in 1990 or 91 and then his widow was pressured and like was taken on like given meetings and i think maybe like showed all this stuff by universal like because they wanted to do the land at islands of adventure and all this stuff and then she gave in and it's like He'd be rolling in his grave, not with Islands of Adventure, but I feel like with this movie, is not in the spirit of Dr. Seuss. I'm sorry, Adam. I don't think it is. Uh, it's, it's hard to say. I think that's probably true because I know in the cartoon, uh, the DVD we have for that, there's some special feature, and it's after he's died, but... Um, it was, it's like talking to the animator and even that, the way that he drew the Grinch, uh, what, what's Dr. Seuss's real name? It's like something Geisel, what, whatever his name is. He, 
uh, he saw it and he's like, that's not the Grinch. That looks like you. That doesn't look like the Grinch. And it's like, <laughs> shows the animator and he's got this like big mustache or something. And it's like, it kind of does look like that guy a bit, I guess. Right. Not that the Grinch has a mustache, but like, uh, if you look at the original book, he just looks like any other Dr. Seuss character. And right. then I feel like, and I can't say this for sure because that cartoon came up before I'm born, but most people think of the cartoon before the book, I would say. Yeah, I would agree. So it's like, that is the Grinch now. And then you read the book and it's like, oh, this isn't this quaint? Yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, and then there's this where there's a whole other generation that they've grown up with this. Uh, just looking on IMDb, I don't pay attention to this, but uh, in the top right, it tells you the popularity of a movie and like how much has risen and fallen. This is like number 36 right now in popular movies. And I don't know how they base that just on hits, like people right. visiting the page. So it's like, a lot of people watching it and being like, who's in this and stuff right. like that. But that's pretty high for a movie from 2000. Yeah, that is pretty Like it's all crazy. recent releases. And then there's stuff like The Matrix. It's like, okay, I understand that. There's a new Matrix movie coming out. Even Elf is number 41. Right. And then like, but yeah, it's it's all the new releases at the top. But like to be hitting into the 30s, that's pretty good. Yeah. So it is yeah. popular still. Yeah, I just think, like, we talked about Garfield and just, like, how he has Jim Davis just marketed yeah. the heck out of that, like George Lucas with Star Wars. But then, uh, is that Bill Watterson with Calvin and Hobbes refused? Yeah. But then I always, I think of uh, Tolkien with Lord of the Rings, where I think Lord of the Rings does a pretty good job. With, uh, like, not trying to... They're purposely trying not to butcher the yeah. source material. But then I always think of The Hobbit in the third one, where Legolas is running up the <laughs> steps, the like Mario, like where <laughs> yeah. it's like... It's falling and he's it's, still yeah. jumping off. He them. can still jump off these steps. And it's just like, I remember, as soon as I saw that happen... I leaned over and it was, uh, in the theater and was like, just how Tolkien imagined it. <laughs> like, it's so stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid. And there's great memes about that, too. <laughs> like, you've seen the ones with, like, the old grandma. And she it's like she'll say something that, like, I used to rent movies from Blockbuster for a dollar or something. Right. And it's like the granddaughter saying, okay, grandma, let's get you back to bed. But then it's Bilbo saying, and then this elf was jumping off these stairs in the air and saying, okay, Bilbo, let's get you to bed. And it's like old crazy Bilbo, but apparently that's how it happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then even the inclusion of that, of the she elf, uh, the wasp. Right. And like, there's a line that she has of like, if this is love, I don't want it or something. Yeah. Something she's saying to a, one of the dwarves or whatever. And then, yeah. but it's from uh, Endgame. And then instead of it being Thanos, uh, it's Tolkien talking to the, the one scene with Scarlet Witch. He's like, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> it's like, 
Yeah, that's Tolkien. It's like, she's not even in the book. Uh, Good stuff. It is good stuff. Memes are fun. Yeah. Uh, But, so, I did not put this on letterbox because I wanted this to be a fresh conversation. Nice, pure. Yeah, I I even second-guessed me rating it as early as I did. Uh, Just not to tip you off, but... Where I where I stand on it because I think I've already kind of voiced my yeah. stance. It's like I don't love it, but I don't hate it. Right, and I probably like it more than some people, but still, like I I rein it in. I don't go overboard with praising it, but watching it, I quote a lot of it, and I think the main draw for me is Jim Carrey. Like he's on my top actors list i have a lot of his movies in my top 100 and his performance is just a classic jim carrey character so that's good and bad because i think that's where it definitely isn't very susian we'll start using that word (laughs) right uh because it's like he's very sarcastic and quippy and it's like that's not what the grinch or Right. Seuss is like, yeah. So but I'd like it. <laughs> yeah. So I was trying to think of that as well. Like, uh, at the same time, I will say, just to go on with my point is, no one likes Doctor Seuss as much as we think we do, but because I don't, I'm indifferent. It's just like fine, whatever. But, like, I had never watched this, so that's how much I care. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I do, I cannot hate this movie either, in that I do not care. <laughs> like, yeah. it's like, it doesn't offend I, you. <laughs> I sent that to everyone to the uh, Facebook memory or whatever of buying 16 <laughs> Blast Jedi tickets for 15 of my closest friends. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that it was like, no. I hate that because it's like, that's something that I like. Yeah. That's uh, when you actually lost the love right. for Star but Wars. It's like, <laughs> if you give me a crappy Hunger Games movie or Twilight, it's like, or Fast and Furious, it's like, all right, whatever. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm indifferent to it. So I do not hate this, but I did, certainly did not like it. But I will say, I think the first 20 minutes, uh, <laughs> in setting up the world and stuff like that, like mm-hmm. I think here, I think the movie gets worse as it goes on. I think it's fine, but then as I I didn't look it up, but like I'm sure this book takes eight to twelve minutes to read. <laughs> yeah. So as soon as you start straying from the source material, like I like the narration. And, like, I love that type of rhyming with, like, mm-hmm. where it's lifted directly from the book or inspired from the book. But then, like, uh, nice little observations with Anthony Hopkins, I think, is yeah. the voice. So, like, his voice sounds nice. All that kind of stuff yeah, is fine. Yeah, it works well. And then even the added lines are pretty... Yeah fitting like they do a pretty good job of making it sound like it would be something that would be written like the only one that 
immediately comes to mind is the at the beginning he's saying like Arbor Day's fine and something is pleasant and every Saint Pheasant Pheasant's Day they have a fizz pheasant it goes into some like stupid made up rhyming fizz pheasant and then uh it's like that obviously is not in the book or maybe it is and i'm forgetting it but it's it feels a little more written but it works because uh yeah Yeah. i should look that up i'm pretty sure it wasn't in the cartoon that's the only reason why i say that because i did watch that recently yeah and i like the like they're in a snowflake (laughs) <laughs> like it's yeah. like this fantastic world and all that kind of stuff but i'm not even sure what i think of like the production design i do not know if it makes sense to have like it's weird if this was made now so much of the sets would be cg ish or something mm. right where it's like almost like wakanda or something like you could imagine where it's like yeah the crazy large buildings and whatever but i don't know if that'd look worse or better but everything looks like a set which is fine but it's just like it's a weird thing to bring cartoons to real life where it's like were they ever intended to be real life and it's funny because a lot of it reminds me like this is the end of the 90s right this was made in 1999 i'm sure Mm -hmm. came out in 2000 so it's like the flintstones you mentioned i think already reminds me of uh batman forever and batman and robin a lot. For sure, yeah. I had that as a note with the Jim Carrey connection. Like, yeah. especially once it goes, like, inside his lair. Yeah. It's like, this is Batman forever. Yeah, <laughs> Like, it is. all over. It's, that's exactly and, what it feels like. Yeah, when it gets all crazy with, like, the cameras, like, swinging into people's faces, like, his a lot. Yeah. And that kind of stuff. I am not... I don't... I do not think this movie ages well and then also it doesn't age well and it is so not timeless (laughs) like it is so of the moment and you can make movies of the moment but it feels like how the Grinch stole Christmas you would have strived for something that's going to be cherished for years to come and not so like there it's very pop culture-y too like we're very at the time and I don't know and I don't think it's that funny I don't think I thought one thing was funny in it (laughs) I I tried to uh, there might have been one or two but uh yeah I'm trying to remember if you have any oh there's there are tons of lines where I'm like Nathan has to think this is funny (laughs) uh but it's like maybe some of those things where it's like I've seen it so many times that like I know it. Uh, one of the first things is like he uh, he's like talking to Max. He's like, "You want the stick? You want the stick? Go get the stick!" And he throws it, and he's like, "There's no stick. I'm smarter." <laughs> it's like that's something that Nathan would say. <laughs> like 
or I thought I think you would find right. funny. Well, th- there's something that you can discuss, but like, and you've already mentioned it, but like the Jim Carrey, like he does feel, I thought he felt like the mask. A little, a yeah. And it's not just the greenness, but it's just like the mask is good. We did a whole episode on it because it's like the split personality. So it's not Mm -hmm. the mask the whole time. And that's two Jim Carrey movies where he gets a conga going or he's involved in a conga line, (laughs) which I noticed right away. But yeah, like his personality is like this is not the Grinch's personality from the book. So it's such a weird thing. To take this famous character, and it's like, that's not what we were expecting at all. Yeah, uh, he's he's definitely just Jim Carrey, and, and just he's insane. always on. And it's like, where uh, did he get this sense of humor? Yeah, like that's where it's kind of like the mask. We talked about this and that, where it's who is he performing for in right. certain scenes where he's doing something funny, but it's like for the audience right. like who is he trying to entertain and it makes with more sense antics? in the mask because he's nuts and like and that's he is a cartoon character come to right. life where this is it is a cartoon character but it's an adaptation so it's not like he like he is supposed to be a real being <laughs> yeah like i feel like the cartoon like not not the new cartoon but the original cartoon like how the he, the cringe is not a spaz at yeah. all. Like he's well, like the like, term it, Grinch. Like if you called someone a Grinch, right. If going off this movie, like you would think, Oh, they're just like this plucky entertaining spaz, I guess is a good right. word. But really the term Grinch, it's like they it's just hate everything or yeah. Scrooge and Grinch it's, are kind well, of synonymous. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. No. <laughs> I, and like you, I think of, uh, like the narration in the original in the cartoon again where and like the, the Grinch like isn't there some scene where he's doing something with his fingers where he's just like tapping them or something I don't know yeah but it's just like that tick or whatever you would call it it's like so not this movie <laughs> where it's like uh the Grinch is more like Darth Vader <laughs> Like, Darth Vader is not, like, this, like, nutcase, or I don't know, where, that's not maybe the best example, but, like, can sometimes be calm and angry, right? Calm and angry is a more menacing thing than, like, crazy and angry. Yeah, there was a point... I took a time code. Uh, it was an hour into it that it gets to the actual original yes. story. Yeah, I noticed like, that I'd, too. I agree what you're saying about like the first 20 minutes are good. Like I, uh, I think the setup is all fine. In terms of them extending a story, I think it's pretty good. Like... Cindy Lou is kind of the main character. It's Cindy not Lou, the Grinch. That is my note. Cindy Lou is the best thing in this movie for me. I think she's she like, yeah, she's good. She does carry the the narrative along. Uh 
my note about the best thing is the narration. Okay, yeah. <laughs> narration yeah, and Cindy Lou. Between the three of them, Anthony Hopkins, Cindy Lou, and Jim Carrey, like, that is the foundation uh, of right. the, the narrative. So all three of them work well in this. Uh, like, I mean, Jim Carrey, it's... He works well in this, but in terms of a accurate, like true to Doctor Seuss, I think yes, he would be rolling in his grave, <laughs> like you say. Right. But that's not what this is trying to be. Obviously, no. It's but I don't think like, it's a good thing. The like, MTV I generation, yeah, and, like I, bam, bam, bam. Like yeah, I don't think he's. I don't think it's entertaining. I don't think he's <laughs> that funny. This is Jim Carrey's been used up. We've got Dumb and Dumber, Ace Ventura, <laughs> The Mask, Liar Liar, other stuff before this. And it's like the the insane, like it wears on you. It, it's like, yeah, uh, there's quite a bit of this where it's like, and then the whole like backstory that we get with this, uh, shaving thing and all this stuff or it's like but he hated not hated christmas but they're showing him like eat the yeah he's kind of art like he's already evil but he's weird and different already right where it's like there's no triggering event which is whatever i don't really need like some psychological backstory for the grinch but since they bring it up it's like well you don't bring it up in a very good way to me (laughs) Like, yeah, that's one of the problems that I have with it is like there is that event and it's like, I hate Christmas. I hate everyone. And he's like freaking out and it's like, he doesn't hate Christmas. He just hates like one specific person. It right. seems like the mayor yeah. is kind of like the main thing that he hates. And then, uh, it, but then like his personality he's obviously he's not a who so it's like he's built differently so he doesn't indulge in the same sort of things so it's like in the original story it's like he hates all the noise that comes with christmas that's the main thing like the noise 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 like and that's kind of true still here and one thing i do and don't like is they kind of make it into more than that and try and teach us a lesson about like consumerism and like everything comes to me in your garbage. And he's like got this whole monologue about like the avarice. It's like, see, that's good. And that's like a good Christmas message, but I don't feel like it works with the Grinch's motivation. Like there's no way that he's like, oh, I hate those who's and they're garbage. Like, that's right. not what it is at all. It's like they're trying to do two things at once or three things, really. It's like, I hate the way they treated me. I hate how commercial Christmas is and also the noise thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, and like, if it, and if he hated, like, he wouldn't, it, it, it doesn't work that, like, he hates the consumerism. Because he doesn't yeah. hate that in the And original. he likes the garbage. That's the other thing. They right. like he he's excited by it. So it's right. like he, he wouldn't be he wouldn't hold it against him. That's like a symbiotic relationship that he would have. Yeah. He would want Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like he doesn't hate Yeah, exactly. And 
like if it's not like he's some religious person saying, "Oh, yeah. we should have keep Christ in Christmas and yeah. the true meaning of Christmas and all that stuff." So it's like, yeah, you're not you're like you just hate the consumerism. It's like, what what would he care? And they they make him out to be like a bad guy. He should be like supporting the consumerism and greed or something like if he has such a small heart and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Uh, the budget on this thing, 123 ish million made 300 and something, but Jim Carrey got around 20 million for this. So one sixth of the budget went to him. Uh, so where are you Christmas? That song, is that original to this movie? Yeah. Yeah. See that I've recognized. Yeah, that's uh, on the radio. There's a couple of different versions. Yeah. Like the credits has the Faith Hill one, and then there's another one by, I forget the name already. It's like Ali and yeah. AJ or yeah, <laughs> some know, garbage thing. Something. Disney, it's not Disney, but Disney loves to do that too, where it's like, we'll do the good one, and then we'll do the crappy pop one too. I uh, kind of like the other one though, because it got a little folky. Okay. Like, there's I, a, I a good guitar part, and I, I don't know if there is a banjo. It just sounds a little twangy, but uh, it's pretty yeah. good. One thing I did like is there's a picture of the Grinch in a newspaper and he's in the same pose as the famous Bigfoot. Yeah. And it's like, that's beautiful. That's a little thing yeah, that... <laughs> that is good. Yeah. Um, I, one of the first jokes is even... Um, I, I wouldn't say that like Clint... Or not Clint Howard. Ron Howard um, was doing this to make a statement of like, this isn't your grandma's Dr. Seuss but it does break the uh, rhyming scheme at one point where he's like listing off all the presents they need to get and they rhyme with who they're being given to. Right. And it's like a monkle for your uncle, a gant for your aunt and a fampa for your cousin Leon. It's like (laughs) Like this little thing. It's like, I think that's pretty good. It's not like hilarious, but it is a nice little well, play the, on it because it's one of the first jokes even in it. It's that, And it's fine. And I have no, again, no hatred for this. But it's just like, I feel like it's taken away from any attempt to be like a uh, movie to last the ages. Like it's so like of the time. I have a... There are a lot of fans of this though. Yeah. Like... Looking at uh, the letterbox scores, it sits where it should be. Like, it's at a 3.2. But, like, you look, there are so many five stars for this thing. Yeah. Like, people, if they like it or if they really like it, they just love it. And I know I've seen a lot of people online and whatever, and they, like, hold it in very high regard. I saw it in theaters, I should say. I'm pretty sure I saw this at Film Factory. And, uh... I didn't love it 
right away. And I, not that I do love it now, but it's like, I have seen it a lot of times. Really? And I don't dislike it, but I still don't love it the way some people do. So it's like, I don't know what it takes. Was I already too old when it came out? You gotta be dumb. (laughs) I have a note here about the Grinch. Is he retarded? Like he's (laughs) like, but like you almost like there's points there where it's like, he has mental problems. I'm a psycho. <laughs> it's just like he is so insane and a shut in and all this stuff. And like, it's not, I don't know. I, I was not very uh, entertained by it. <laughs> um, he does talk to himself a lot and seem to have like multiple personalities too. Yeah. And it's, I feel like the movie is a little gross and ugly at points where it's like, it's not appealing. I think that's that 90, that 99 yeah. look. And then it, even the lighting, right. Where it's like, they have like background color lights, just like yeah. in the, uh, well, in the background. I and thought you might have liked the sets because you do I, like a set. I don't dislike looks... them. Like, actual Whoville set. Yeah. His cave, I don't really care for. But the actual no, Whoville the set, Whoville, yeah. I find it interesting because it does feel like a It looks like Universal. Park. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's weird because it's like... Comparing it to something like, I know this is not fair, but I'm going to do it anyways. Comparing it to something like Munchkinland, where it's this, another fantastic little place. It's mm-hmm. just like, I don't know. Munchkinland's, I feel like there's a lot more interesting ideas in it, and even like Flintstones. Like, I liked the production design and the Flintstones a lot more than this one, where... It's like exaggerated size and yeah, all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, like it's just weird. There's a lot of weird things. It's it's not because there's just like oh they zigged and they z- should have zigged or whatever. But there's just like a lot of things like that car crash or whatever. Yeah, and it's just the like explosion. the giant explosion. Is like that's weird to have that like <laughs> in this story. Like this is not the story, and I don't think it'd be interesting to get someone's perspective that has no Grinch knowledge, never read the book or the original, and having them see this one first. And just like, what do they think of it? Because, yeah, like even when he's singing about himself, which is weird, the Uh famous Grinch song. And it's like, I only kind of like that because I like the song. But this is a lesser version of it. And it's the same thing with uh, all the live action Disney stuff. Where it's like the ones that I've seen is like, I remember the Jungle Book. It's like it's a pretty good movie, but the remakes of these great songs is like yeah, 
but it's still not even close. So it's like, I'm never going to listen to this or appreciate that. And you can't, that's nostalgia and then also quality. I think he does a pretty good job with the song. They don't mess with it too much. But yeah, it's Jim Carrey doing a bunch of Jim Carrey yeah. voices. He would he would pick the seasick crocodile over himself. Yeah, that's, that's where it doesn't thing. make that's sense that the sentence. Grinch is singing. Yeah, it's <laughs> like it's a weird sentence. It's like you know that Yeah. And that that's the other thing. His voice. The Grinch's voice, like his not impression voice. I don't think it's a good like voice for the Grinch. Like it it sounds like at parts the mask. Or uh, uh like the low like it is I don't know, I think it's pretty unique and uh it doesn't always just sound like Jim Carrey voice, like it's him doing a voice. It's it kind like of close growling. to um, like a low fire marshal bill. Like, I don't Who's know if you know that. Mal? That's from In Living Color. Like it was a, a like sketch show that he was on uh, and that was a recurring character. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> The way he talks, but maybe it's a little, it's that plus something else, but uh, yeah, it's I don't know. I th- I think it's pretty good. I I do. There is some delivery of lines that is a weird choice, but I think there's I I do laugh at certain things and like things that I don't I don't always register. Like very quick at the beginning when he's walking around with the mask on. Someone says Merry Christmas to him. He's just like, is it? <laughs> but it's like really quick and kind of in the background. Yeah, see, but like th- that's all fine. But it just feels like where did he develop this sarcastic humor? Like he feels yeah. like he feels like Ace Ventura and the mask put together. Yeah. Ace Ventura is kind of close but even he is more grounded in reality right like you can you see him and he's smarter yeah although there is still this weird quality to the Grinch where it's like how do you know how to do all this stuff (laughs) like like even his lair and making the the sleigh and stuff the sleigh sleigh is is very dated that's like 90s we're gonna make this like weird montage yeah yeah and and it's just like i wanted montage and then when they gave it to me (laughs) wanted to give it back (laughs) yeah it's like this stuff's ugly because that even in the cartoon it's like he makes a sleigh it's not this like magic flying machine right but i get it because it's like it makes well not that it makes sense but it's like you would get around quicker you know what this is flying reindeer this is that scene in the middle of the Santa Claus, where it's like <laughs> yeah. Santa's going total tank, and the <laughs> marketing guy, and then Tim Allen's like, "No, you can't have Santa in a tank." No way. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, well, I hope you win good this year, boys and girls, because yeah, etc. And it's just like, I thought you were going to talk about the actual Santa sleigh. 
well, and like how that, they've upgraded that right. in that and, movie. And I, that's like, one of my most hated parts. Right. Uh, CD. It's a CD. Cocoa cookie dispenser. How could I do this without you, Charlie? You couldn't. <laughs> so smack that kid at that moment. <laughs> Uh, that's a pretty good reading of that. That and we've talked about it. The friggin' elves with attitude, kid. Like, yeah. just slap that, that kid. That <laughs> idea of the elves <laughs> is okay. But yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. That uh, Time to deploy ELFS? Like, that's fine. Have some tactical elves. Just please don't give that kid lines. Right. Um, yeah, the Grinch... Yeah, it is this weird love-hate thing with all those things where it's like, I I don't mind them, but I don't think that they're great. So it's like, I agree. It is ugly at those times and just kind of weird Yeah, uh, for the sake of being weird. And I feel like there's a lot of filler in this movie. Like the little Cindy, Molly Shannon and like the lights. And stuff, and it's just like, we're just, that is such a, like, how many deleted scenes are in this movie? Yeah, because there's, like, two things about that, like, two scenes. Yeah, and it's, like, it's fine, but it's just, like, that's such a... It kind of builds the commercialism thing of, like, gotta be the best in town, oh, the, like the covetousness of like, oh, she's always got the best things and she's got the light gun thing. Yeah. But uh yeah, there's that one scene putting up lights. And then there's kind of like little uh like background jokes about that, how like they have candles inside the house and uh I don't know what else really she steals a traffic that. light and stuff. Yeah. And then She's got your traffic light from the flea market. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I just don't know. How can they be making this movie? And if it was made on film, it would have been in 2000. How can they be filming this thing and seeing dailies and working on editing and being like sitting back and like, this is working. This is working well. It's just like, it's so neurotic and <laughs> not clicking and like so much is just like even with the sled and then all of a sudden he's getting pulled by it and he's like water skiing yeah on i the don't snow. enjoy it's that just like those kinds of things. oh extreme grinch and it's just like any idea not necessary very not necessary and dumb and then uh what's the his love interest's name who knows? Martha Mayhew. Martha Mayhew. The Grinch is not a sexual being, Adam. <laughs> like, it is such a weird thing <laughs> to add that in there. And, like, she's just, it, like, horny what for makes the it Grinch. more the weird time. is that, like, you have this flashback from, like, when they're children in right. school. And it's, like... So you're literally in love with a child because you have not experienced the presence of this person in like 20 years or 30, whatever it's supposed to be. Right. And, but you're, it's like, my heart belongs to someone else. It's like, you're literally in, in love with the idea of a child that you used to know. Right. <laughs> like, what the heck? And, and it, like, yeah. it's just weird. Like, and so unnecessary. Like, it's like, 
if that whole subplot was taken out, there's nothing would suffer in this movie. And they are constantly pushing it. Like she's getting hot flashes yeah. the whole time, every time she sees them do anything. And it's yeah. not like, I don't know. There's like no, there's no uh, Cameron Diaz, the mask where he is kind of charming and crazy and fun and dancing and like charismatic or something like there's not, there's nothing appealing about the Grinch. So it's just like, okay, just because you said so, but like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, little fun thing about young Martha Mayhew. She's, uh, she also plays the daughter in Con Air. <laughs> uh, That's Martha May, who is the daughter in Con Air. Okay. Like Nicolas Cage's daughter, who he's never I recognized met. her from something, but I wouldn't have recognized her from that. That's uh, what I know her from. I'm sure she's in other things, yeah. but. Uh, I'm. This is not to be mean, but like they make her out to be like this sexy who or whatever. And it's just like, it is weird and creepy. It's like, <laughs> like the f- face and stuff is like, this is not, this is not for me. <laughs> well, it's funny. Hard Cause pads. like the actress, Brenda and I were kind of commenting. It's like, she doesn't even need makeup. She already looks like a who. <laughs> and I think she does still have like a bit of the lip and like maybe her nose is a little higher than normal, but like compared to everyone else who's way more exaggerated, it's like to keep her attractive, they can't make her too repulsive. And I think the worst makeup is Molly Shannon. Like, I don't think she looks good at all. Like her, it looks like a mask on top of her. Like her eyes are a little too sunken in. And like the the mouth or like yeah, upper yeah, lip yeah. is, I don't know, a little too big. She she's a little too obvious. But most of the other people, like especially Lou, who I think is pretty good, and um, I do like the mayor, uh, Jeffrey Tambor. I think is pretty good in this. With, I think uh, he's pretty his, funny. What's uh, Ron Howard's brother, Clint yeah, Howard's with Clint Howard does the lackey. I think. I mean, he's okay. That, I don't that's know, a, he's hilarious, that's but... an interesting trope thinking of because that's in The Hobbit as well, where it's like the corrupt mayor type and then their lackey that's in a ton of movies. Uh, yeah. That's uh, interesting. I just looked it up. It was a 1957 book. So this came out 43 <laughs> years after. Times have changed. When was the cartoon? I don't know. Somewhere in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Um, Have you seen the Benedict Cumberbatch one? No, and I really don't want to. Like me either. I have no desire at all. Um. Oh. The How the Grinch Stole Christmas with an exclamation is from 1966. Okay. It's 26 minutes. Nine years after the book. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so it's 26 minutes. An hour in, you get back to basically where that starts, where he stands up on Mount Crumpet hating the Who's. And it's a little extended because they have to pad it a bit. But then finally he gets his idea to uh, to steal Christmas. And you still have like another 45 minutes. Yeah. So it's like even that is over... Well, it's about double, yeah. I guess. Yeah, uh, it's interesting. That, like, there's a lot of p- practical effects, right? And it's mm-hmm. just like, it's which a, I like. The the like, background is very digital, but like, it's that old 1999. Like, I don't know. It almost looks better than today, even though it's obvious. But it's like, it. Uh, I don't know, blends better with the style somehow, but it's like a cheaper digital yeah. background. I don't know. Uh, it's not perfect. But maybe, and obviously there are things today that do pretty flawlessly, but uh, yeah, there's a lot of practical effects. Uh, and in the stealing Christmas scene, I like that. It's very cartoony, like just even the saw going around yeah, the well, tree. I, I think that was good. The saw going around the tree is like nice. that. Is that actually in the cartoon, or is that? I don't know. It new, reminds it's like a Bugs Bunny thing, right? Yeah, like it. It doesn't fall until he's cut the hole, and then even yeah, the vacuum, like just these things, and like him crawling under the carpet, yeah. like a snake almost. Like yeah. I, I do like those things. Yeah, the saw on the cutting the tree. That's the best thing. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's like, yeah, imagine a live action thing. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have much else to say. I've gone through my notes. I just... Um, I don't hate it, but it's just like, I'm so indifferent and do not care for it. I like the fonts on everything is very Susian. Where like anytime, anytime something's written, it looks like it's right from the book. So I think that's a pretty good uh, attention to detail. Um, there's some pretty adult jokes in this. Yeah. Like um, just even in the flashback, pretty back to back. It's like the baby's coming in on the like parasols or whatever. And then there's the one guy, we quote this often, that's why I know it, but uh, it's like, our baby's here. He looks just like your boss. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a little wah-wah. And then there's like the old biddies, and they're having a key party. You see them like holding a jar and everyone's tossing their keys into it. <laughs> right. Uh, I was reading some trivia on the movie. Uh, I just mentioned that there's quite a few kind of adult jokes, but apparently there was a lot taken out. And uh, I don't know if it was the daughter or whoever had control um, from the Sousa state had veto powers. Right. Um, Audrey Giesel. Uh, (laughs) But then one thing I just read um, that she had objected to was there was one Who family with no Christmas decorations known as the Hoosteens. 
The implication being that the family was Jewish. <laughs> and it's like, why would you even have that in this? It's about Christmas. Like, why draw attention? Like, just to have a joke like, oh, they're Jewish, so they don't celebrate Christmas. But it's like, they're who's? There shouldn't be religion even in this. Like you said, it's like, to them, it's just Christmas. It's not like they're not celebrating the birth of Jesus. There's no like implications of anything. Why would you even have a joke like that? <laughs> yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It's, uh, no, this movie's amazing. <laughs> um, but I don't feel like I wasted my time or, <laughs> <laughs> or that, like, it's like, okay, I watched it, fine, right? Whereas, like, it was one of those, like, I never had a desire to, but I was never actively not watching it, where there's a lot of other crap that it's like, I hate it already. It's like, this is whatever. Yeah, it's, uh, I think it's entertaining, and, um, like something that, not that you can't take your eyes off it. Cause it's like, Oh, you can take your eyes off. <laughs> yeah. So I'm saying not like that where even in like the worst way where it's like a watching a, a car wreck, but like, uh, I don't know. It is, I think interesting nonetheless. Uh, and yeah, I like the practical effects. Um, the, Puppet Baby Grinch reminds me of pretty Men in Black. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like something from that uh, around the same time, too. Uh, other thing that's uh, like something else. There's one part, the Grinch, I think he's in his lair. I don't know what he's doing. But he says, owie, which is like a scene in Liar Liar. Fletcher Reed says, owie, and then he beats himself up. So I think that is a direct reference. As any good movie references. How do you feel about his Lederhosen? Uh, that's the, like German thing. Yeah, I think he steals off the yodeler, which I'm assuming he murders that yodeler because he just grabs him and you don't see him again. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny, I guess. I think it works pretty good. Like It is weird because it's like, He's naked the whole movie. Yeah. And then it's like, I even said to Brendan, like, why does he need to dress up? And she's like, oh, it's a, he wants to look nice. It's a little event. And then they put a sweater on him down there. And then obviously he dresses up as Santa, but he doesn't make pants. So he's Donald Duck in it when he's in the Santa suit. Like, he's pantsless. Right. But he's so. still a sexual being according yeah. to this <laughs> universe. Yeah. So I don't know. Full of contradictions. Actually, another one I even wrote down. Yeah, is this canon? Is this Seuss canon? <laughs> so there's a joke. Uh, this is when he's about to go back to his lair when he's kind of done in town. He calls the Lou Who residence, and you see Lou answer the phone. It's like, is my sub Sub-Zero Chilibrator running? Well, of course it is. And then he's like, well, you better go catch it. It's like that classic yeah. is your refrigerator running joke. But within a minute, there's uh, 
a line from the mom saying, oh, honey, can you go grab the light bulb from the fridge? I seem to have forgotten that one. It's like, they have fridges. She calls it a fridge. And then later, the narrator even says, and this is from the book, uh, something about the ice box. Right. So it's like, why make up the sub-zero chillibrator as if that's some sort of, again, Seussian term, or it sounds like it would be when it's like you have two examples of it not being that <laughs> within the same movie, within the same scene almost. You know, th- th- talking about fantasy worlds, that as soon as you were saying it, it's like, what does this remind me of? It's triggering something. And then... It's like in uh, Lord of the Rings when Frodo's waking up and then he's like, whatever. And then Gandalf (laughs) says the specific date. And I always feel like that like registers differently. Like, oh, no, this is a real world kind of thing. And and I feel like there's a connection with like, no, it's a fantastic world, but they still have ice boxes and fridges. And it's just like everything isn't fake <laughs> type yeah. of thing. So, yeah. It, yeah, it, you don't need to make up words for things that actually exist. Yeah. yeah. Um, what else? Uh, there's something else I thought I wrote down. <laughs> this is a good joke. I think a lot of jokes are ad-libbed by Jim Carrey, but... Uh, this is an adult joke, not that it's like dirty, but you, a, a child wouldn't get it. But he's like debating going down. He's like, what if it's a cruel joke? What if it's a cash bar? <laughs> That's a good little worry for someone See, <laughs> paying for drinks. Okay, this is a good, that bringing that up and the cash bar thing is a perfect example. It's like where Pixar, it's like kids movies that adults could enjoy. This is not, they are not hitting that mark with this, where I feel like things like that is an attempt at that universe, but it's like the same thing as like people trying to do dark humor and then it's like, and it doesn't land the way like Fargo lands or something like that, where it's like Pixar is the master of made for kids, but adults can enjoy it. And this is yeah. like, no one's enjoying this. <laughs> uh, well, I, I like that joke, but where Pixar does it well, this, it's like, how how does he know what a cash bar is? Other than because he, he's Jim Carrey playing a character. Right. But the character of the Grinch who left Whoville when he was like six and lives in a mountain. Right. And why would he know what a cash bar is in like the in the way of that? And like you need some conflict, I know, to progress the story, but I feel like the conflict of him hating Christmas is the conflict. But the fact that the mayor is a small type bad guy in it and even that kind of stuff where it's like I don't know, everything else always had me thinking this is like a paradise and this guy's a Grinch within this paradise and like a cash bar. It's like, I don't think there's alcohol in Whoville. 
like it's just <laughs> like there's no drink yeah. drunk driving oh like there's no but then there is because it's like oh yeah hey old timer mind if i wet my whistle well, there, that sounds like the mask there actually yeah unless that's just the way i said it but i'm pretty sure that's how he says it that's my good stuff <laughs> See, I can quote this movie pretty accurately. Yeah, which is I still love it. Which, that's why I, I give it the rating that I do. Like, that's the difference between. I love that we've done our top one hundred because it's like having those. It's like I, a lot of or not a lot, but there are quite a few movies in there on mine where it's like they could land about where this does to anyone else. But it's like when you have a special love for something that isn't amazing, but to you, right. you've latched onto it for whatever reason. Uh, like I have these kind of silly comedies. You have your submarine movies that are like a niche that <laughs> you love that other people might not care for. Right. Uh, stuff like that. Like that's where it's like I don't. I'm not surprised that people love this. I just don't agree with them right. about loving it entirely. But uh, I don't know. If I was two years younger when it came out, maybe I would be there. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> this movie does feel like certain movies feel so of their time. Like this is such a product of its age. Where it's like, who's it going to be? Like who could possibly play the Grinch? And it's like, imagine, like you can just see the meetings and the thinking and like, the production design meetings and all this stuff where it's like it was born obviously we disagree a little here but like I feel like as soon as this was like approved there's no way this is gonna be good like it's like I don't feel like they're trying they're not like respecting the source material and I don't care if they do or not but it's just like you're you're not making how the Grinch stole Christmas you are making something else and you made it and it just looks like it it's like Star Wars new Star Wars you're not making Star Wars but it looks good and it looks like Star Wars but it's not Star Wars another line that made me think of you <laughs> When he comes down for the hoogulation and like he says boo, he's like hot crowd, hot crowd. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like you've said that uh, or hot mic or yeah. and tough crowd. That I say a lot <laughs> and I also say from Seinfeld the jerk store thing where it's like it's a good line and I'm not going to dumb it down for no bonehead mass audience anytime <laughs> I say anything that people don't laugh at. <laughs> Yeah. Um, there's our song, Chariots of Fire, yeah. which we famously dominated yeah. in drama class. It's played during the potato sack race, which I know I've watched like a behind the scenes thing. And he like decks one of the kids when he's doing the sack race and then like goes over after the, after they've yelled cut. He's like, are you okay? Cause he just like smokes this one kid. Um, that electric razor, I kind of like the design that's like a little over the top for it being Dr. Seuss, but it seems incredibly safe and there's no way he could have nicked himself with that. 
you nick yourself with a blade, right? Not a trimmer. So these are true shenanigans. And I was with the big reveal. Like I thought he was going to be like shaved down, like a plucked turkey or a shaved cat, (laughs) right? Where it's like, oh, something gross. But like the fact that he's just nicked up a little. It's just like yeah. we they didn't want to make another whole costume thing. Yeah, that that would have been better if he went bald and it was like gross because he yeah, was just like, like in Bugs Bunny, like it always happens or like they're shaved down yeah. to like and right like that's yeah see, like Wayne, a naked chicken. Yeah. Uh, see, yeah, they, that they, been they need better. me. Just a couple notes here and there, and we'll bump this thing up half a star <laughs> yeah because it's like look at that hack job and he's got the kleenex things it's like, it's like it's not that bad take those off you don't need to have like i don't that's when i was younger it's like oh that's just what you do when you're shaving right. you have to do that but it's like no, it, no it, you put some cold water scabs on pretty quickly like you just kind of stop the bleeding yeah like i don't know the last time i've cut myself shaving because i don't shave but, no but I, i'll uh, cut myself once in a while but like I, like I've uh, this is getting quite intimate, but I'll shave in the, I sha- <laughs> I I've switched over the last probably a couple of years ago now to exclusively shaving in the shower as opposed to mm-hmm. over the sink, and it's just like it's a little bit of a risk because then you're like no I d- I don't have a, do mi- have a I don't shower? have a mirror. Years okay. ago we had a mirror, but then it's all fogged up, and I don't yeah. really care. It's like no. I I do I don't care enough anyways that like if I miss a little bit I'll f- figure it out. But what was I saying? Oh, that yeah, when you do cut yourself, it's like yeah, just put like a little bit of cold water on it, like a cold cloth on it. It's like it stops flowing right yeah. away. The logic Like why would he go to school with those <laughs> On his it's, face, it doesn't you, make sense. You are bleeding maximum ten minutes, maximum. <laughs> and do you? This is. And really I know this is insane to be complaining about like this visual joke. <laughs> that's like, oh, that's it's not pivotal, realistic. Bo. But it is like you could have done it way better. Yeah, uh, it's not enough of a reason to run away. He could have avoided it. Uh, the I don't think the Grinch bleeds red <laughs> for some reason i would say he'd have green blood <laughs> that's interesting but maybe that wouldn't translate with the, the kleenex um yeah i don't think that that is good enough for why he hates christmas and all the who's i feel like he would just hate the mayor and i also feel like the kids wouldn't find that that funny like when it's like look at that hack job and everyone's laughing it's like this fat kid is not funny. Like, don't go along with them. I guess maybe his dad was mayor or something with the last name Mayhu. You're kind of destined to be mayor. Uh, yeah. Um, how do you feel about, oh, no, I'm speaking in rhyme. Very self-aware. Yeah, this movie is very, it's very, like, I think there's and like he does the, Batman like, Forever stuff. I must stop Christmas from coming, but how? I mean, in what way? <laughs> I kind of like it, but it's also a little bit of a groaner of like, yeah, okay, we get it. 
and it, self-aware. Yeah, and it's like they're trying to acknowledge it so then they can do it, where it's like yeah. we have to acknowledge it so that we're allowed to continue, but we know that you know that we know and all this stuff, where it's just like, <laughs> no, we're here because if we like Dr. Seuss, we like these dumb rhymes have some courage of your convictions. If it's good material, stick with it and like yeah. keep it pure. Um, and then there's a reference to Ron Howard. He puts, he's got the hat on with and he's the, acting like a director. Yeah. Talking to Max. Uh, if this wink. movie was made now, that dog would be CG. CG. Yeah. I think it was supposed to be originally. I kind of like that it's not, but it also looks weird. Like, like that's not a real dog. Like they've put some sort of costume on it to look like the cartoon Max. Right. right. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but like something about its neck looks a little too thick. <laughs> it's a weird thing to say. Um, there's a, this isn't a reference, I don't think, but he puts the hook on the mayor's bed. Reminds me of Prince John with the like rope. I had to ask Brenda, I'm like, does he get a hook on his bed? She's like, it's on his foot or his toe and pulls him out the window. But it does drag the bed for a little bit. Well, the, yeah. The cartoon Robin Hood. But in this, his bed just goes the whole way. It's attached to the police car. Um, and then this, I think I do, uh, either in my head or maybe, I don't know if I actually do it out loud, but, um, during that montage of stealing Christmas, there's like him laughing, like doing a maniacal laugh, but like his head is kind of superimposed and like spinning over the image. I hate that. Uh, It's so ugly. I hate it. yeah, and it doesn't look good, but then, like, it does it once or twice, and then it does, like, a third one where he's just, like, losing it, but it's, like, a kind of fake, almost, like, 60s Batman-type thing, where he's just, like, and, like, he's just really freaking out, and I actually, I think that's hilarious, the way he sounds there. It's, like, just nuts, and it's great. <laughs> um... Yeah, I, the only other thing I had note-wise is when the credits came up, I noticed um, one credit I've never seen before for Surprised Who, played by Bryce Howard. Oh, okay. As in Bryce Dallas Howard. And I looked it up. It's like right at the end... Um, I don't know what she's reacting to, but it's a redheaded who you can't really tell. Like, I wouldn't have been able to tell looking at it being like, oh, obviously that's her. But uh, I did look it up, saw the still image, watched the scene again. It's like, yeah, I guess that's her. But then I also found like a makeup test that she did. And it's like, that is obviously her because it's not as exaggerated. It's just like a bit of a nose. But in the actual movie, kind of like Molly Shannon's, it's a really exaggerated like upper lip and that stuff. And it's funny because like I didn't really know when she started acting. Well, how old was she? On her own. Mm, I'm not sure how old she even is. 
but uh, let's find out. Bryce Dallas Howard, known for being director of a couple episodes of The Mandalorian. She is born 81. Okay. So, so she, she's old in this. Well, she's 19. Yeah, no, but I was, I, yeah, when you kid. said it, I was just picturing a kid. Yeah. Um, but like her credits, aside from her father's movies, like she's in Apollo 13, Grinch, oh, really? Beautiful Mind. Yeah, she's Girl in Yellow Dress, uncredited in Apollo 13. Uh, she's unconfirmed on IMDb as redheaded audience girl in Parenthood, 1989. Uh, and then Harvard student in A Beautiful Mind. But it wasn't until 2004, in my top 100, The Village is kind of her first role. There's another movie in 2004 I haven't heard of, Book of Love. But uh, to be, like, the lead, I guess she did some stage stuff before that. She was uh, not discovered, but someone saw her and then said, put her in this. And then uh, that was it. She became the star we all know and love from Terminator Salvation. And the rest is movie or show business history. Yeah. Um, she's in Terminator Salvation. <laughs> yeah, she's John Connor's wife. Really? Wow. One of the episodes of The Mandalorian that she directed, I think both the ones that she directed that I know of are actually pretty good. I, do, I forget what one she did in the second season. The first one. I think it's is... one of the Water Planet ones. Um. Oh, for the second season, yeah. like the frog one. Yeah, maybe. Um. Yeah, the first one. It's. It's kind of with a standalone story. The Seven uh, Samurai. Yeah, it's Bugs like he, he's hired to protect, protect the village. this village. Yeah. The ATST. It's pretty good. I think she did a good job. Yeah. First season is great. <laughs> Um, so my final thoughts on this, I think the cast is pretty great and holds it together. Uh, I do really enjoy Jim Carrey's performance. I guess he's really the thing that holds it together for me. Uh, if it was anyone else, I don't know if it would be watchable. The makeup is good. Did you have any sort of like adjustment period of like this is weird and then you just kind of get used to it or were you pretty? I was. I've seen enough of it. The, with the Who's, maybe a little. The Grinch was no problem to look at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. I feel like the, when you first weird. see him and he does the big grin. Yeah, I feel like I got. I meant to go back. Whereas, like, what, is that exaggerated somehow? No, that is just natural. Jim Carrey and, and the Jim makeup, Carrey. because the that's makeup, pretty yeah, impressive. Kind of. Because I saw that, and I was like, "Wow, that's actually pretty good." But then the rest of it is like, "Yeah, you're just used to it." 
Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, not amazing, but I think it's enjoyable. So I land at a generous three and a half. Because uh, I do I do enjoy it. it. It's like, I like it, but I do enjoy it. I'm not going to go crazy and give it a four or five, like a lot of people are given. But... Uh, well... Some people would say I am going crazy because I'm giving this a measly little one at point five. <laughs> that is quite below average because there's even a drop off between the one and a half and two. Two and two and a half are, are neck and neck. Yeah. I, Mainly I, threes. I could see it too. It would be fine, but it's just like, there's nothing, my issue is ultimately like, there's nothing there for me, where it's like, yeah. Um, going to uh, one of our biggest fans and frequent emailer of the show, Ruben, he commented that, uh, I think it was his father and brother were saying it was like almost unwatchable. Right. Would you be in that camp or like, do you find it to be that awful? No. Or? See, that's the thing. It's not unwatchable, uh, but it's not rewatchable. <laughs> I, I, like it was fine. I watched uh, probably again, half of it on my phone. I was letting some of the kids, it was funny because I know you mentioned that like, oh, you could watch it with the kids. And it's like, yeah, not my kids. My kids are wusses. <laughs> so parts of it that were scary. were fine. But then they, uh, little things set them off. And it's like, this is fine. You can just play Mario Kart. And I'll sit here and watch it on my phone. So, uh, but I watched the full thing, gave it my full attention, had three pages of notes. <laughs> uh I wouldn't say it's unwatchable, but it's in the realm, like, I think it's right in Batman and Robin territory, where it's just like, <laughs> what the hell is going on? Just like... Yeah. And for me, it's more of a Batman Forever, where it's like, you're right in the middle of like, right. I enjoy this crap. Right. Because, <laughs> yeah, like, see, that's the thing. Like, it is funny with, like, Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, where it's like, oh, the Batman and Batman Forever has some hints towards the Tim Burton stuff. And then it's like, we're going to make another one of those movies and just, like, go f- even further crazy just no more tim burton and full full garbage <laughs> just we're gonna go full garbage yeah it's interesting but yeah just like the camera work things flying in people's faces that like what you were saying with like him laughing like superimposed in the back it's just like this is ugly and gross and makes me uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> He's yelling a lot. There's a lot of yelling going on. Yeah. My schedule wouldn't allow it. I can quote an awful lot. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, that's something special there. 
Am I just eating because I'm bored? That's a good line. I think of that all the time. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. I don't eat light bulbs, but uh, yeah. There is a lot of like swings at the bat. Yes. That, that I, do not connect. That's the thing. There is a lot of t- attempts. And, it is like... and I think that has to do with editing. It's like... By all means, allow Jim Carrey to just be Jim Carrey because I've even heard that in some scripts, it's like Jim Carrey proceeds to act like Jim Carrey and it's just like there's no script. It's just do whatever you're going to do. But it's like you need to edit that down. You can't just have everything in it. Right. Like just off the top of my head when he comes back in the garbage and then like the biohazard bags come. It's like one man's trash is another man's potpourri. I don't know. It's some kind of soup. And he's talking to the dog. It's like, that's not that funny. No, it's not. <laughs> you, you, I agree. It is not funny. But I know it. It is stuck in my head. It lives there rent-free, as the children say. Um, so, yeah. Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. There you go. Um... We kind of touched on this. I don't know if we came to a decision for next week. Um, just uh, it's going to be post Christmas. I don't know when we're going to record. Uh, but do we want to just It'll do post Christmas? Yeah, right. Post Christmas release uh, release. But we might re- be recording before. We'll see though, because I mean that's a pretty busy week. Although I'm off that weekend. <laughs> To say I'm busy is not accurate. The weekend when Christmas actually happens, there's stuff going on. But uh, yeah, I don't know if you want to just do our monthly catch up and should have a a few Christmas things. Although I feel like we did that last year. I don't want to retread any water with that. But I do have a few new things to discuss. Well, we could do that. That's easy. Yeah. Um, doesn't have to be Christmas. It'll be post Christmas. So people aren't going to be taking notes on what they should be watching because if anything, that's what the show is, is people saying, Nathan, Adam, what should I be watching? Right. I follow you <laughs> for this reason. Yeah. Well, check out fat man. I've been pushing that on a few people. Yeah. I, uh, it's great. <laughs> yeah, I know. I want to rewatch it. I think I might. Uh, it's been a while since I've promoted anything on Facebook, and I actually took the time to post about our episode. I should share it to my personal one. Get the word out there. It's great. For sure. If you didn't listen to that episode last week, you really should. Even if you're not interested in the movie, you might be by the time we're through with it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah, let's. We'll see you next up. week. Sing us out, Jim Carrey. There we go. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You really are a heel. You're as cuddly as a cactus and as charming as an eel, Mr. Grinch. You're a bad banana with a. Greasy black pig.
I gotta pause. I think I gotta go take a dump. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>